0: Welcome to Sober Sisters Talk, a podcast on recovery with Elizabeth Pudwell and MG. We bring you our experience, strength, and hope from a variety of sources therapy, 12 step recovery, and life lessons of long term sobriety. To contact us, email sober sisters talk at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Sober Sisters Talk. We're glad you're here. Now here's our next podcast. Also, we'd love to invite you to a Zoom meeting this Friday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're interested, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com and we'll send you the meeting information and password. We hope to see you this Friday.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Elizabeth Pudwell and I am here with cj and we are sober sisters talk welcome
2: welcome listeners
1: welcome we have a a great guest here for you today we have a great topic something good to talk about something that i think you will um you'll learn i think this is going to be a learning um a learning episode. So um, today I have asked my very good friend, Bridget, to join us. You wanna say hi? Hi. (laughs) Hi. Um, Hi. Bridget and I have known each other for quite a while um, and been in program together. And what we're gonna talk about today, what we have both realized in our dating, in our programs period, is that we both kind of practice this anorexia anorexia type of addiction. <laughs> and um the definition of anorexia for the purpose of um SLAA or even um any of the um twelve step programs is the self deprivation of social, sexual or emotional nourishment. So social, se- sexual, or emotional nourishment, or all three, mm-hmm. and um, I see it definitely showing up in my in in my life um, today. My sponsor was telling her that I was um, i had been on a couple of dates with a guy, and I was ready to um, not date him anymore because it, it sounded like there was um, a financial need and there was some medical issues and she was like, you're discounting these people before you even know them, you're disqualifying them. And I was, and I said, I know. And she goes, well, stop it. <laughs> and I was like, it felt like, you know, like that, like the slap on the wrist, stop it. So um, that's what mine looks like. It's this automatic um, protection from what I think I don't want. And I think out, where it really comes from is my, my trauma from, um, all of the years of sexual, um, deprivation and, um, the relationships in, um, with my, with my ex-husband and my qualifier and being afraid to create that again. So, um, that's kind of, shortened version of how I got here. What about you, Bridget? How, did, how do you think you discovered or see your anorexia?
3: Well, let's see. Um, currently, it looks like me um, getting on apps to date and being cleared from my sponsor after working the steps. And, you know, finishing step nine, that's when we usually uh, in the slow how program start formulating a dating plan. um, And you're kind of like released to get on some apps. Um, And so um, I've been released to get on some apps and so, or to date, whatever that looks like. And so since I'm not a person that goes out all the time, I'm at work, I work out, I'm on Zoom a lot. I'm at home a lot, you know, so I get on apps and so I'm on these apps, um, scrolling and looking for, you know, potentials and, um, the dog, oh my God, so cute. Um, behind you, uh, I, uh, so I'll just scroll and well, for a while I noticed that if somebody asked me, Hey, let's get lunch or. You know, let's meet up. I would just get quiet and I would stop talking to them. Like, I would just. <laughs> <laughs> so, you would do the initial, like, hi, I'm Bridget. Yeah, I'd be all excited at first, you know, like uh-huh. the scrolling, the swiping. Oh, they're interested too. Hey, Bob or whoever, how are you? And they'd be like, hey, how are you? Hey, let's get lunch next week. I'd be like, mm. all of a sudden, it's like silence. It's like, mm. and, um, I did that a few times and I talked to my sponsor about it. She said, Well, maybe you're not ready to meet him. I was like, Oh, that's what it is. She goes, Maybe you need a slow start. And so we decided that I need a couple back and forth, you know, just the, the bare minimum, like here's, you know, the first things first. What is um, you know, what is it? Um the deal breakers or whatever. And then I need like a phone call. I need a warm up, you know. Honestly, like I need a phone call and then like a video call and then we meet up because I need being anorexic at this point. um, I've become anorexic, you know, Um, I feel like that's what I need. And I don't know if that's completely anorexic or if that's just opposite from what I used to do. Um, What I used to do, I'd say 20s, 30s. um, I didn't put this much thought into it by any means. Like they asked me out. I was like, okay, let's go. You know, or I just meet someone somewhere, um, at like a dance class or whatever. So I didn't have to go through this awkward, um, trying to meet a stranger, but I think meeting a stranger or just meeting people in general is very scary. So, um,
1: so, you know, I wanted to ask you something before you move into like some of the history, um, does it feel normal to you? Does it feel healthy to um, to be like discerning. That's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm being discerning. I'm like, you know, calling, (laughs) I'm, I'm going through picking out what I want and and do. So number one is, do you have a dating plan? And number two, does it feel normal to you? Or are you aware that you're practicing, um, some social and emotional deprivation?
3: Uh, I think it's like, being, uh, I think it's like gar- being guarded and, um, vigilant and discerning to a, a whole new level because, um, you know, before when I would, um, date or whatever, I wouldn't really ask important questions. I would just go like weeks and date someone and then start asking important questions. So now I'm like, let's just get this over with now. And so I don't, that could what be an interesting, get, get this over with. Like, I'm already assuming that they're not going to be, they're not going to fit the They're not going to be a mold, Yeah. Mm. So they either have to be this, that, or the other. And I won't go into all those details. Um, but just the basics. And I feel like it might be a little too forward or it might be like I'm trying to shoot them down before they can even, like, say hi. I'm like, okay, let's get, you know, before we can meet, mm, we got a few questions to answer, you know, so. On one hand, it's good because I'm not falling into, I'm not falling into anything, period, because I don't need to be falling into anything. But I'm like. Um, but it's the other extreme, isn't it? Kind of. It's like, a, you just don't know. I don't know because it's scary out there. You well, know? wait a minute. So what does it sound like to you, CJ? Does it sound
1: like the other, like she's gone from one extreme to the other or does it sound healthy?
2: Not at all. I don't see what, I don't hear anything extreme. We can't hear you. Oh, I'm muted. I can hear myself. um <laughs> I don't hear anything extreme. I hear very um cautious, yeah, like thoughtful, intentional um versus what uh what I heard her describe like the way she used to be, which is how i've you know have always been, and too, I was thinking about. Elizabeth with you in the past there's been the we've talked about the height, you know the thing about the height with your potential partners and um, What your sponsor would say about that and then if there's health issues and a financial need or You know what I make up the things that Bridget was talking about these are non-negotiables
0: so, well, the thing why is even, is no, why
2: even go there? If you... But I don't know. Well, oh, that's you don't know the, the fact?
1: That, yeah. Oh, you I, made that there's, up. There's just oh. little hints about it.
2: Oh, you made it up. I didn't understand that. I thought this person was like, yeah, yeah you know, I have $50,000 in debt. Well, yeah, that's a financial, no, need, no, no, that's no, a no, financially no, no. needy like need person. Little,
1: there's little hints that Oh, I Okay. Well, and I go, well, I think this means that. And my sponsor's like, you don't know that.
2: Uh, okay, I'll get that,
3: I guess. And you're doing the same thing, right, Bridget? Well, yeah, I'm like, I get excited <laughs> about the, um, the initial swiping and connecting. As soon as they ask me out, I, like, get quiet. I just don't, I feel like there's a block there. Like, that's the anorexia. Like, I don't really want to meet. I just want to play on the app. Like, it's a, like, it's a, um a
2: video. Yeah, right? well actually yeah, like, there's a there's a name for that. So in um in my recovery I worked out of this workbook called Facing the Shadow and it Oh, what is that? Let's Well, it's by Patrick Carnes and it talks about the dating, okay, dating behaviors, the types the 12 mm-hmm. dimensions of courtship, okay? Uh-huh. And the beginnings are noticing, which is the ability to perceive attractive traits in others. Then there's like the actual attraction. So Noticing an attraction, I think, is what you know, like God has given me to, in the for me, like, right to find a partner to bear children with. <laughs> um, initially, because I, I can be drawn to someone, um, and then imagine acting like on those feelings of attraction. This does not mean that they're, like, my soulmate, which is where I would go from attraction to, like, let's get married and have kids and live happily ever after. But then, there's the flirtation part, um, which is the playful, seductive, like, use social cues to send signals that you're interested and attractive to the person you're finding desirable. Then, okay, comes demonstration, which is... um like you demonstrate, your, you put your peacock feathers out. Like, look at me, you know, I can do these things. Here's all the great things about me. Um, and then there's like romance, which is your ability to receive and express and experience passion. But a lot of people don't want to go Does that past. Mean sex? What? Does that mean? Sex? No, 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 no. No, there's actually six more dimensions individuation, intimacy, touching foreplay, intercourse, commitment, and renewal. Oh. Yeah. And then there are um, types of sexual behaviors that um, intersect. Okay. With these but different... See, we
1: haven't even... Like, I think for me what happens is, is I start thinking about, like, sort of go, moving forward in past behaviors with who I'm with right now and what that would look like. And I don't want to do, I am afraid to do that. Is that kind of what you experienced too?
3: Yeah, like I don't want to do the same old thing, so i just rather not do it at all, but I know it's healthy to do it because um, I can't just expect um, someone to appear out of nowhere, you know? So I guess there's the um, fear of like doing the same old thing
2: I think and I hear fear. Also, yeah. I yeah. And of fear, yeah.
1: And I think for me, the fear is being, for me, I know it's being fooled. You know, yeah.
2: Like
3: I'm going to miss something. I'm going to be like blindsided. Like what? You didn't tell me I that. It was part. in the
2: past. And you yeah. will. I think you will. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think everyone misses something at some point. But the, the advantage that we have over people that aren't in recovery dating is that we have a ton of support and sponsors recovery partners to like run these details by but if we if we don't tell things then yeah we could see like the red flags as a dozen red roses instead
1: well that's so true because i have to like so there's a couple of things that has improved my process, and it number one is having a sponsor and meeting with her every week, and being really honest and sharing. I keep a a, a thing, a notebook, and yeah. I share what I've experienced. I share, you know, I go on a lot of dates, a lot of first dates. I go on almost an average of a date a week, and <sighs> sometimes too and um and then i share with my sponsor what happened or what was you know and sometimes it's there's a political um divide you know he's over here and i'm over here um sometimes i really want to see him again but i don't hear from him and um so there's all these different things but i get to bounce that off of my sponsor and even things like I really want a man that is that pursues me because it's way too easy for me to put myself in the driver's seat and get and pursuit and lead. Mm-hmm. And I want somebody that is my equal in, what do you call that? In strength of personality, I guess, you know, I don't want somebody that I'm like pulling around and telling them where we're going to go and what we're going to do. And, what time we're going to meet and how long we're going to be there. And I don't want
3: to,
1: I want to be equally yoked. Mm -hmm. And so I have to, I have to be really, that's one of the reasons why I don't initiate on a dating app, but, um, talking to my sponsor every week and being really, really clear about what it is that I'm working on and what my stuff is. And journaling helps a lot. (sighs) like keeping track of what I've done and you yeah. know, what I'm doing and what's going on and my feelings and all of that, who I told and what I told that helps a lot. Yeah. too.
3: My sponsor has me, um, I have like a spreadsheet on here. It's called a, um, it, I go through, uh, well, I put the person's name and I put their age and what I'm learning on dates, what I'm learning on phone calls, red flags, what I like, what I want to know what I learned, you know, just stuff like that. And then.
1: So how many entries are on there? Right.
3: That's what I wanted to know. (laughs) Uh,
1: Let's see it. I let you share. You can share your
3: screen. (laughs) No, there's nothing much going on here. (laughs) So I mean, I went on one date since October, since I joined the, yeah, one date. One?
1: Now we're getting to
3: it. Yeah, because I don't know. I just. mm. So do you ghost these guys or do you let them know some of them just it just doesn't happen like just nothing nothing um but but, i let them know i let them know
1: and she also just stops talking and that's common when you're in that when you're on the dating app if you are not like you know answering their questions there's no
3: momentum it's just like i just shut it off i just unmatch and on to the next, like if they can't ask me questions and it's not flowing, then I just don't, I don't want to have to work that hard. So if they're not going to work hard, then I'm just like, not going to work hard. If they're like, hi, how's your day? I'm like, great. How's your day? It's just like, what? I don't want to talk about our days. We don't know each other.
2: What do so, you want to talk about?
3: I don't know. The ones who have stuck, the ones who actually got my attention and lasted for more than a few days, um, were the ones who first of all asked me out and like didn't stop asking you know um or kind of like just did something that stood out okay and the other ones are the ones that um will ask me questions about either my job or my art or something they saw in a picture you know just like have some interest in me not just like i'm just another um another swipe you know <laughs>
1: They do have to show interest and I agree with that. I think that that's very important that they have to show interest by asking questions. I do the same with that if they're not asking me questions, but I also have learned that I'm not comfortable going on first dates. So I just do it. I am very
3: very uncomfortable.
1: I do not. I, I'm never like, Oh gosh, I can't wait. I get, I have a date. Like, no no, no, I noticed, no um a lot of times no excitement some of my friends will be like well i can't do that i have a date and they're like "Ooh, yay and i'm
2: like uh-huh. it's not no yay.
3: nothing it's is wrong. yay about it there's no, no. yay so terrible does that sure. mean
2: if you're not really yeah. interested in it is it i mean is that really the case or it's just like you're not really it's interested? Kinda like, it's
3: kind of like working out and like brushing your teeth and
2: no, a, it's like I would rather
3: stay home and and come out with my dog. dog. Yeah, my dog's right here. So why do you even bother? Hi, lady, why do you even because, bother? Because, because it's I important. Really, it's a yeah. It's important. At the end of the day, we want partners. You but, do, but there's just no drive because I feel like it is the anorexia because um,
1: I don't have. But I'm not in the right. addiction. I don't have the lack of drive. I get on and I practice keeping my drive up that I do want that. The reason I don't want to go is the fear because I do not want to be fooled. I do not want to be duped. I do not want to be pulled into something where I was. And so that's why I've learned. I just go. And I've been doing it for a while now, over a year. And if I've been going on an average of you know, a date a week, that's over 52 dates. Sometimes I go on the app and I go, oh, I think I already met that guy, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, I mean, I know we live in a very large city and... Yeah, it's the same rotation of people.
3: Like, some (laughs) of the guys that I, I think I went on dates with when I was in my 20s and early 30s are still on there trying to date. I'm like, oh, oh, we're both still on here. Like, so, uh um, so the thing is, is I think, and that's why I
1: asked her earlier if she has a dating plan and I'm guessing you do. Oh
2: yeah. If she's got a yeah. spreadsheet, she's implementing the my, plan.
3: Oh, my dating plan is off the charts. Let's see. So what does it say about you going on dates? <laughs> let's just read it.
2: Uh, let's see. What, what if part of the program requirement was that we have to date or we, like, we have to go on. Yeah, we have
3: to go out there because I feel like when you come in here in this law, you're trying to get away from, you're running and trying to get away from, um, behavior. So you're trying like running from, from this stuff and you don't want to go back out and do it again. So wait, wait,
1: wait, stop right there. This one that says right here. What are these? Deal breakers? It says signs they are not fully available, meaning they flake, disappear for a while, are fickle about meeting, (laughs) just trigger abandonment feelings. That sounds like you. Right? (laughs) Yeah,
3: I know. Yeah, it kind of does.
1: So I want to go back to address this, you know, why even date if you feel afraid or um, you know, lackadaisical about going on dates. It's sort of like going on meetings. It's like, or going to the gym to work out or do something uncomfortable. Yeah. In it's the uncomfortable. beginning, yeah. in the beginning, it is uncomfortable, but you have, I believe for me, I have to push through and get outside of my comfort zone in order to have the things that I want.
3: Yeah. It's like going back to school for a master's degree to make more money or going to the gym. Cause you want to lose weight. Like, getting up early and doing it it's just one of those it's just one more thing to like add to the list of goals or whatever but there's just this barrier which so, is what we're calling anorexia because of the old patterns
2: yes well i it's can actually old- i can relate it because you all know that i say that i want a partner a healthy partnership too and i know short of some kind of miraculous transformation I'm not gonna have it with the person I'm married to so almost everybody that I talk to I tell because I think if I speak it out loud like it's just gonna happen that I want to complete this marriage and get out there and have the opportunity to find a healthy romantic partnership I do not want to die this way and yet
1: here you are. Here there I you mean. are. Yeah,
3: so it's the same concept like Mhm. got to be um more like the comfort um you got to push yourself outside of that comfort zone. Yeah, I'm more comfortable sitting at home with my dog, but do I want to look back in 10 years and say, "Damn, all those nights of watching Netflix with my dog, I wasted," you know? Well, that's
1: uh, exactly what happened with me is when the pandemic hit and I was like I couldn't go see my grandkids because Um, it, you know, there was just, it wasn't safe for them and, you know, their mom and dad didn't want them exposed. And so I was staying home a lot and I thought, Oh, I have filled up that void of a partner with my social life. And now my social life is gone and there's no partner. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why even bother that's what pushed me and then I started once I started dating and I and I have my I got this new sponsor and started talking to her about it and then I got into therapy and started talking to her about it I could see you know what my stuff is and why I'm doing it and where it comes from what the origin is and I don't want to continue that pattern I don't want to continue that pattern not just with I don't Come want to, up, up. I don't want to substitute my <laughs> social like
3: life. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I don't sorry. want to substitute my social life for
2: a partner. So that's what I do now. I feel like I my life is very full in almost every area. And I just keep, like, whittling away at the different areas, you know. And then I think, well, I'll get there after I get my finances in order. After I, you know, lose this weight. After I keep doing all my steps and oh a how. You know, like, I have after this, after that, after that. And um, in one of my groups I'm in, my exercise was to, like, write a list of all the justifications, denials, excuses that I have. For staying and I didn't want to do it but when I did I wrote about five pages my pen ran out of ink and <laughs> what I realized at the end of that list was nowhere on there did I say I love him he loves me we have to stay together for the kids so or like he's gonna change so I was happy that I was out of that you know, fantasy life, but at the same time, I couldn't believe, like, how much stuff is running through my subconscious, which is now conscious because I wrote it out and I'm sharing it with people. It's really, really powerful denial. So, I often wonder, like, okay, well, what if I was single? What would I do? I might stay home and watch Netflix even though I say these things. So I feel out of alignment, out of integrity. And Elizabeth, I wonder for you, like how you don't lose hope. A sponsor and
1: Hmm. therapy. And it's not that I don't, it's not the losing hope, but I do get to the point where I don't want to put the effort in anymore. (laughs) And my, you know, both my sponsor and my, my, um, therapists, they both encourage me. Don't give up frequently. Don't give up. And I don't want to give up. I don't want to be the person who gives up. Yeah. To think if I didn't have that support that I'm doing one-on-one with somebody that I would have, because it feels, um, sort of like insanity to continue going on dates that are not. But the thing is, is I'm learning so much. I'm learning about my disqualification of these people, like going back to the beginning where you said, well, that just sounds smart. No, it's not. It's me. It's me using my intellect to make it sound smart so that I don't have to get to know this person and let them into my world.
3: Yeah. I mean, before I would do that, um, it would be legitimate reasons, but now I'm just like, there are reasons that are kind of like silly. Like I'm, I've become very picky. Like picky, 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 very picky, and it's not even picky. It's just like uh, I don't yeah, like the way he's smiling. It. Yeah would Did
2: Would you know? share some examples of where you think you've disqualified somebody, and really it was more of a protection for you, to so you didn't share have to with move her forward? What
1: that guy said to you tonight.
3: Um, well, just the fact that I'll swipe, but then after that I shut down, like, I don't have any, I say, I want to meet someone, but then I just disappear whenever they start want to get to know me or whatever. Like I just, eh. so share, part of me does want to.
1: Share with her what happened with that guy
3: that, uh, that asked you to have a drink. Oh yeah. So he asked me to have a drink and she was like, I don't want to do that. I,
1: I'm, he said tonight, right?
3: Yeah. He said, um, uh, want to meet, up uh, after work right now for a drink. I was so just
1: she's like, going gonna to get rid of him because she doesn't want to do it tonight.
3: I was just like, oh, no, not, you know, I don't drink. And I, Elizabeth suggested that I don't say I don't drink. Just, I don't have to like, say that I can just go drink some water or, you know, I don't have to rule it out completely.
2: Well, it was it because it was for the same day? And if so, couldn't you just say, I'm not available today. You already have plans, which is true. And then just say, how about tomorrow? Or how about next week?
3: Uh,
1: yeah. Can we do it another time? That's what I told her. I said, just tell him, I cannot tonight, but I really would like to meet you. Can we do it another time?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to do that. It's just uh Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain the the resistance. The resistance is is it's, real.
2: Well, you've dated before, right? I know you were you were in a a lengthy relationship a few years ago. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was dating a a, a situation um a situation. <laughs>
2: Did you find that person on an app going through a day? No,
3: I met him at church, which is probably the wrong place to meet a guy ever. Yeah? From my experience. Never again, never again will I try to find a man in church. Or not find a man, but just meet a man in church. Because you think they're going to be real squeaky clean, but they're usually just bad, bad, bad news. Just heads up. That's my experience. (laughs) Every single guy I've met at church has said one thing and done another so, I mean, because see, so there's a lot of
1: assumptions going on there before you even meet them. You would think that you meet somebody in church and they're squeaky clean. No, yeah, I have a lot
3: of assumptions. I have a lot of assumptions. That's
1: not true. Yeah. Though, it doesn't matter where you meet a guy,
3: you know, yeah, you still got to get to know their character and not make up any assumption. No, no making up stories. Like mm. it's on my dating plan that when I say. Let me see. Let me read it. It says, um, I got this one day from uh, God when I was running or walking or doing something like that. Um, It says, um, when when I say, oh, he must be nice because he's blah, blah, blah. And it could look like, oh, here it is. He's a good person. I can trust him because he goes to church or this person likes him or he's a doctor or he's a lawyer or he's a psychiatrist or... He goes to meetings all the time, or he serves uh, on the front row at church, or he um, has blonde hair. And what's her name thinks he's cool, so he he must be okay. So whenever I do that, that's me not listening to my gut. That's me like logical, just doing logic. You know, he must be okay because
2: it's like you're taking somebody else's word for it.
1: That's magical thinking. Magical thinking, and that church are. you know,
3: or because they're a, a certain, um, uh, or because they're status.
1: educated or yeah, yeah
3: educated, like, Do Oh, he's a, a they Yeah. Yeah. He's been to school or whatever. Or does, he went to this college. Like I've done that too. Like, you mm-hmm. went to that college or, um, yeah, that's magical thinking. It's not yeah. real. Yeah. So that's one thing that, um, or like someone be like, why don't you go out with what's his name? And I'll be like, Oh no, and they'll be like, come on. He's a great guy. So then I'll just take their word for it. Even though my gut is telling me, do not do it. Do not go no, ma'am. You know, so I have to remember that, like, just because when I'm starting to make assumptions, I need to just stop, say, let's get the facts, you know, just the the facts facts. let's check the facts.
2: And how are you going to do that?
3: Yeah. Well, that's when I ask questions. Are you single? You oh, got to no, go not. on dates. Well, yeah, you can find out on the app, though, before you waste your time. But
1: that's <laughs> not, you got to go on dates. The whole reason you're on the dating app and the whole re- reason you created a dating plan is what? To ask questions on the app?
3: Well, just to get it out of the way.
1: <laughs> no, you got to go on dates. That would be the number one thing that I would advise women who were struggling with this or even men anybody that had some anorexia is to go on dates
3: yeah i mean i guess it's good practice whether you find out they're blah 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 or not um that whole deal breaker thing is though i won't go with someone that's you know xyz you know so i need to know ahead of time
1: well i there's certain things that i ask i always ask what side of town they're on and i always ask you know, I find out the political standing and I, um, I also want to know children because I really don't want to date somebody with, you know, like teenagers,
3: I'm six
1: yeah. years old. I don't want to date. I don't want to raise a child.
3: Yeah. So, so there's that. Those are like the main things. Another,
1: like, yes. But that's not the same thing as what you're talking about. That, like, can, be, that mm-hmm. can all be done by reading their profile.
3: Yeah. There's that too. I mean, that's Reading. what the
1: profile is for.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's go back to guy
1: who says, do you want to meet for a drink tonight?
3: Um, his profile meets oh, on the I don't even know room. what his profile says. Like, I haven't, like, there's that, too. Like, I I kind of just get in this. You just look at the pictures? I'm like, oh, you're cute.
2: Okay. And then I read, and I'm like, ooh,
3: never mind. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's read his
1: profile right now. Pull him up.
2: Can you turn the photos off and just like on LinkedIn, I, I can make it yes. where nobody can see my picture. <laughs> you can read my resume, but you can't see my picture. Like that. No, I'm just okay, saying ready, for ready, your you benefit. Hear it.
3: Let's hear. It, let's hear. It. Hopefully, he won't. Hopefully, he won't hear
1: this podcast. <laughs> I doubt it. You're not gonna read his date. His, his just. I just want to know it how says old. If, he's if you're like,
3: oh, he's he's 36, which. I'm 43, 43. I mean, that's okay. You know, he's just a little younger than me. Um, let's see, six foot, sometimes works out, undergraduate degree, which um, wants a relationship, wants kids, conservative, drinks socially, interest, bars, boxing, baseball, athletics, concerts. Okay, there's a picture with a bunch of fish. I didn't see this one. Oops. Okay, there's a picture on a golf course. I like golfers. Golfers are fun. Um, oh, another fish. Oh, big fish. Okay, please tell me that's not hunting. Um. Oh. Okay, and he lives in the uh, the suburbs. Comball, for God's sake, combo. The two eight one. Um, the two eight one are huh? Houston is a big city with so, lots of. What is people, the
1: story but... that you're making up about him?
3: Well, he's not going to drive out here to this side. That's what I'm making up. And I'm also making up like, um, I don't know, really, like the fishing. What's the story
1: about the fishing?
3: I don't know. I don't know. Well, the fishing is okay, actually. It's just (sighs) what I'm making up now about the age. Because I think I do get along sometimes better with younger guys. um, Because I don't act like, Okay, most 43 year olds are just a little bit more drab than me, let's just be honest. <laughs> and a lot of 43 year olds don't want kids, and I don't know if I you know what I where I'm at with that, you know. Um so I guess there is some like resistance to living far, um, living far away from here, like twenty like thirty minutes is far. Um and um maybe younger might be like, I don't know. It might bring up some insecurities. I don't know. So my uh,
1: listening to you and how you're talking about him, I would suggest go on a date because you're not going to know any of this stuff unless you go.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think I'm willing. I'm willing. Um, yeah, I think I'm willing to do that. You i know. already decided this weekend i will go on one date at least if, he
1: is, if he is too young you'll know you know yeah you'll find that out and the whole point of dating is to find out what
3: more about me really more about what i want and what works and i and find out so much about on myself. another
1: date with him
3: oh yeah that that's but the you're answer. not gonna
1: find out if you don't meet him
3: you know what the most fun thing i have about dating is that i learned so much about me it's I so interesting. Too. It's like I, a mirror. Like It is. Like, you're like, oh, no. I don't want somebody that cusses. Oh, but I curse. Okay, well, <laughs> better stop doing that. You know, if I want someone that's not going to be like, damn it, you know, all the time, then I don't need to be cursing. Or if, you know, I want someone that's a courteous driver, I need to be more like calm when I'm driving. Cause I'm a, a little bit nuts when I get behind the wheel. So it's like, like to be more of what I want a little bit not to be weird you know but so what do you
1: want ultimately from like the release or the some relief from your anorexia what What would you like that to look like
3: what that would look like is to be willing to say okay let's meet get dressed don't be trying to be perfect No, you know like I don't need to be like this is me you see my makeup you see my hair I'm like on point you know that's so exhausting. I don't have the energy for that. Yeah. So just to be myself, yeah, maybe try a little bit, but not like over try and just show up as myself. Hi, how's it going? You know,
1: I think that's a really good point, right? No, there. I
3: don't drink. I'm drinking water. Yes. What's, what else next? Just to um,
1: show, show yeah, up just
3: to show up, not even to like to do it for me, you know, and to do it for like, just the the healing part of
2: it, you know,
1: all right, we're going to hold you to that
2: okay
3: all you gotta do <laughs> is show up
2: i'm I so excited up. for you just showing wait. up
3: that's all and maybe i wear my hair like this too like what i need to be looking on point for your for your information
1: uh liz Kner, she's super cute so um but we are out of time i so appreciate you coming on and sharing with us tonight and being really honest and vulnerable
2: thanks for asking me yeah me too this was a lot of fun i learned a lot i wasn't sure what i would what i was in for i learned a lot about myself too in this conversation so thank you all i feel so if you guys want
1: more information just email us at talk at gmail.com don't forget we have a meeting every uh friday night 6 p.m central time if you want to join us, you can email us at sober sisters talk at gmail.com and we will send you the Zoom link. It is virtual and we're just super grateful that you listen. Thanks. Until the next
3: time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Sober Sisters Talk podcast. To find our podcast, we're at www.SoberSistersTalk.com. We're also on Apple iTunes and on Facebook. See you next week.